Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. You're listening to the Bellarmine Forum audio version of A Little Book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, with two visits to the Blessed Sacrament on the Altar of Repose. This book was originally compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., published in London in 1915. Full version of the text is available on bellarmineforum.org. This is John B. Manos, your show host, and I will be reading each day for you. Tuesday in Holy Week. Meditation. The Beauty of the Passion. Thou art the fairest among the sons of men. Number one. It seems a strange thing to speak of the beauty of the Passion when we read of our blessed Lord that in his sacred passion there was no beauty in him, no comeliness, and when we contemplate his body torn and mangled, covered with blood, and with its human form scarcely discernible. Yet in the sight of God and in the holy angels never was the sacred humanity of our Lord so beautiful as then. Learn not to judge by appearances. Man sees these things that appear, but the Lord looks at the heart. Number two, no physical or even moral beauty in the natural order is to be compared with the beauty of a work done for God. And under the inspiration of his Holy Spirit, never was there a work so full of grace as the sacrifice that our Lord offered of himself on Calvary. Hence, there was never any work done on earth so beautiful in God's sight. Learn from this that if we desire our lives to be beautiful in his sight, They must be lives of self-sacrifice for God's sake, lives of obedience to him, lives of which grace is the moving principle. Is this the character of my life? Number three, the beauty of a supernatural action depends on the excellence of him who does it and on the purity of his motive. The ordinary actions of a saint are more beautiful than the noblest deeds of ordinary men. What then must have been the beauty of the action of the saint of saints? And above all, what must have been the beauty of that sacrifice of himself, which was the crowning act of his whole life? Learn then that you must be more holy if you desire your actions to be beautiful before God. Spiritual Reading On the Beauty of Christ in His Passion from the Discourses to Mixed Congregations by Cardinal Newman. Who is this that cometh from Edom with dyed garments from Bozrah? Why is thy cloak red, and thy garments like to them that tread in the wine vat? The Maker of man, the wisdom of God, has come not in strength but in weakness. He has come not to assert a claim but to pay a debt. Instead of wealth, he has come poor instead of honor. He has come in ignominy instead of blessedness. He has come to suffer. He has been delivered over from his birth to pain and contempt. His delicate frame is worn down by cold and heat, by hunger and sleeplessness. His hands are rough and bruised with a mechanic's toil. His eyes are dimmed with weeping. His name is cast out as evil. He is flung amid the throng of man. He wanders from place to place. He is the companion of sinners. He 
is followed by a mixed multitude who care more for meat and drink than for his teaching or by a city's populace which deserts him in the day of trial. And at length, the brightness of God's glory in the image of his substance is fettered, hauled to and fro, buffeted, spit upon, mocked, cursed, scourged, and tortured. He hath no beauty nor comeliness. He is despised and the least of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with feebleness. Nay, he is a leper, smitten of God and and an abject. And so his clothes are torn off, and he is lifted up upon the bitter cross. And there he hangs, a spectacle for profane, impure, and savage eyes, and a mockery for the evil spirit whom he had cast down into hell. O wayward man, discontented first that your God is far from you, discontented again when he has drawn near. Complaining first that he is high, complaining next that he is low. Unhumbled being, when wilt thou cease to make thyself thine own center and learn that God is infinite in all he does. Infinite when he reigns in heaven, infinite when he serves on earth. Exacting our homage in the midst of his angels and winning it from us in the midst of sinners. Adorable he is in his external rest. Adorable in the glory of his court, adorable in the beauty of his works, and most adorable of all, most royal, most persuasive in his deformity. Think you not, my brethren, that to Mary, when she held his light, lifeless weight in her maternal arms, when she gazed upon the pale continents and the dislocated limbs of her God, when she traced the wandering lines of blood, when she counted the wheels, the bruises, the wounds which dishonored that virginal flesh. Think you not to her eyes it was more beautiful than when she first worshipped it, pure and radiant and fragrant on the night of his nativity. Delictus meos candidas et rubicondus, says as the church sings, My beloved is white and ruddy. His whole form doth breathe of love and doth provoke to love in turn. His drooping head, his open palms, and his breast all bare. My beloved is white and ruddy, choice out of thousands. His head is of the finest gold. His locks are branches of palm trees, black as raven. His eyes as doves upon the brooks of waters, which are washed with milk, and sit beside the plentiful streams. His cheeks are as beds of spices set by the perfumers. His lips are lilies dripping choice myrrh. His hands are turned and golden, full of jacinths. His throat is most sweet, and he is all lovely. Such is my beloved, and he is my friend. O ye daughters of Jerusalem. So it is, O dear and gracious Lord, the day of death is better than the day of birth. And better is the house of mourning than the house of feasting. Better for me that thou shouldst come thus abject and dishonorable than hadst taken thou on thee a body fair as Adam's when he came out of thy hand. Thy glory, is, thy glory sullied, thy beauty marred, those five wounds welling out blood, those temples torn and raw, that broken heart, that crushed and livid frame. 
They teach me more than wert thou Solomon in the diadem wherewith his mother crowned him in the day of his heart's joy. The gentle and tender expression of that countenance is no new beauty or created grace. It is but the manifestation in human form of attributes which have been from everlasting thou canst not change. O Jesus, and as thou art still mystery, so wast thou always love. I cannot comprehend thee more than I did before I saw thee on the cross, but I have gained my lesson. As I adore thee, O lover of souls, in thy humiliation, so will I admire thee and embrace thee in thy infinite and everlasting power. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to a little book for Holy Week, Meditations and Readings from Palm Sunday to Easter, compiled by Father Richard F. Clark, S.J., originally published in 1915. This edition is published by the Bellarmine Forum in 2021. You may obtain a print copy by searching for a little book for Holy Week on Amazon.com. The Bellarmine Forum was founded in 1965 as a band of lay Catholics banded together to assist people to fight the confusion introduced by the modernists on the wake in the spirit of Vatican II. This little book is a reminder of us to encourage traditional full practice of our Catholic faith. As you heard in the spiritual readings and in the other items uh, throughout this week, our Lord loves us so much. Why anybody would wish to diminish that love is beyond us. Contemplate our Lord in this Holy Week and come closer to our Lord. The Bellman Forum is supported by podcasts and audio broadcasts like this. They're supported by an anonymous donor that encourages you to say your rosary daily. This podcast is distributed for the greater glory of God and the honor of the Blessed Mother. Amen.